Sound advice. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is uh, Kelsey from Sound Advice, and uh, today we're gonna give you some sound advice. Give us <laughs> no time to introduce ourselves, huh? Nope. I'm the only person on the show today, so going straight into our first segment. <gasps> Just kidding. Uh, so I'm Kelsey. Ladies first. There I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. My name. <laughs> oh, I was actually about to go. <laughs> I was actually about to go. Okay, yeah, anyway, take it away. I'm Kirsten. And it's your boy, Marcus. Should have kept it at just me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So, today, we're talking about... What are we talking about? Our worst nightmares is first. <gasps> Spooky. But, like, not, like, literal in person, but, like, dream nightmares. Well, that would be literal, right? Wow, well, you're right. <laughs> yeah, like literal Listen. nightmares. Like any nightmares that you've had, you know, going to sleep. Or are your worst ones? So who wants to go first with this? Uh, I feel like you can since it's your, you know. You Gentlemen know. first, huh? Yeah, yeah. Ladies right. first, though. <laughs> Ladies first, so I'm going up. <coughs> All right, so I've got two nightmares that I can vividly remember. One of them was back in fourth grade. And I don't know why I can remember it, but the reason I remember it was fourth grade was because all like all my classmates in fourth grade were in the dream. And so I was in some tunnel, like we're in like some tunnel and I'm just running. And then all the members in my class are on motorcycles and they're like chasing me. It's illegal. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I'm running through this tunnel and then all these all my classmates are on bikes and they're chasing me. And then, you know, of course, they catch up to me because they're on motorcycles. And then they start doing, like, circles around me. And I was just sitting in the middle of the circle just crying. And then I woke up. That, that sounds was, like Harry Potter with, like, the Dementors. True. With kids on Yeah, bikes. it kind of does sound like that. Yeah. It was, it was a, I don't know why, but, I mean, I woke up crying. And uh, plus, it was also a rough time for me because fourth grade, none of my classmates really liked me. Oh, no. Because it was like, I was a new kid. I went to a new school. And so... I, it was already like a rough transition, and then that happened, and I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe maybe that's why the dream happened. Though. I was gonna say like we should talk about fears. our worst nightmares, and then go into detail why we think what they think we think they mean, like interpretations. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that means that um that I guess I was the odd one out. You know, I was the the weird guy or the the ostracized one. You know, yeah, so I like could see that. You. Yeah. So it, if dreams had meaning, I mean, I I can't tell you if they do or don't, true. but if they do, you know, I could see that being the meaning. Interesting. And that's interesting. It's like a nightmare because I feel like usually nightmares are like very spooky. And I'm going to get into this later, but I feel like that's very much like almost an anxiety dream, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. It does feel like anxiety. What about y'all? Y'all got any ones? Because I don't <laughs> well, want to share my next one yet. I oh, think you want to save it? Yeah. Wow. I want to hear one from y'all first. Kirsten? Okay, well, um, mine are very like dark, as Kelsey <laughs> said. Um. And I don't have them like that much anymore. I feel like I don't remember the last time I had a nightmare, but definitely as a kid, I would have these not frequently, but like enough that I remember them and they were like kind of similar. So a lot of times they're about like um, kidnapping or like my family was like missing or we we're all in a situation together. And we had to be separated, stuff like that. Um, so there's this one specific one. I remember that. Well, actually two that are very like strange and, um, so, like, one of them was we were all walking on the beach, and, um, like, off in the distance, I saw, like, this guy just walking. He was wearing, like, all black, and it was, like, pretty far in the distance, and the beach was pretty empty, and distances, and, like, not in front of me, but, like, to the side, mm -hmm. and um, 
he looked like he was like holding a gun or something like I couldn't tell and it was just like very scary and I kept just like staring at him but like I don't know it was like this weird mystery figure thing um and I feel like probably something bad happened but I feel like I don't remember (laughs) what was in the dream um and then there was another one where we were all at my house like watching tv at night and um there was like lights like a helicopter going through the window and then all of a sudden I see like this guy again it was like all black with like a gun like standing um um like on the porch you gets and I could see him from inside and um he like was trying the handle and then um me and like most of my family went into this one room locked the door but like the other family members were too slow so they didn't get in oh. and then the guy broke in and it was very like you know dramatic and stuff yeah Damn, so that's crazy. I, f- I feel like that could be um just like worried about my family in general or like me being like alone as a kid yeah. Like scared of like what would my life be if I didn't have my parents or something. True. Um but yeah, those were very like weird to wake up to as well. Mm-hmm. Um and then You know that sounds like that sounds like a um you remember those really messed up Duracell commercials? No. <laughs> I do not. It's like the commercial where like this mother like loses her child and she's like, you know, where's my kid? Where's my kid? And then I guess they got some kind of GPS tracker on her kid. It's like thank God I had Duracell so that I could see the tracker on my kid or something like that. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like I used to watch a lot of kind of scary movies when I was a kid, and I feel like kidnapping was like a huge scary thing for me mm-hmm. for some reason. Like I always imagined it like if I was going to sleep, I just imagined like someone coming through my window or something, or like gas stations were a very scary place for me as a kid. Like if my parents would go inside real quick and like leave me in the car, I would like freak out almost. They're still scary. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Something about gas stations. Yeah. So like, I think it would just like go into my dreams a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, one more thing I do want to mention is like, and I still have these very, very frequently where this happens. Um, it's not a specific dream, but what happens in it and the, to make it a nightmare is like, I like cannot stay awake. Like I'm like walking or running somewhere in my, I'm so, you know, when you're so tired, your eyes are just like closing. Mm-hmm. I literally always like always do that in dreams and I can't wake up enough to figure out what's happening or like how to get out of a situation. And but this also happens to me in real life. So maybe it just means I'm like very extremely tired. <laughs> Probably. But like it's so freaking <laughs> annoying in my dream. I I literally cannot like run anywhere or get out of a situation. Like one time I was yeah. stuck on a boat and it was like pirates are coming on it or something. And Kirsten couldn't do nothing but fall asleep. Literally <laughs> I was like trying to stay awake enough to run away but I couldn't. I feel like a lot of people get it where they can't run or something, but I've never heard like because they're falling asleep. Literally I need to look that up. Just actually, that tired. Homegirl needs some Dayquil or something. True. <laughs> no, I need to look that up. Five hour energy. You should look that up because it does weird. happen a lot, and it's like so infuriating, but also like scary because it's like wake up. I've heard someone say kind of the opposite, where they would have dreams where like they knew that their eyes were open because their eyes would be open in their sleep. And, like, it would interfere with their dream, and I don't know. I don't like anything with eyes. <laughs> that's funky. That sounds real funky. See, that's scary. I would not want, like, my real self to be like that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, while you look that up, uh, mine are actually kind of similar, besides the falling asleep thing. Like, um, I used to always have, like, dreams of being kidnapped. Um, I have very vivid ones of my bus stop as a kid, because I used to walk alone, like, down the street by myself <laughs> to my bus stop and wait for the bus, like, alone. And I think my fears kind of manifested in my dreams because, like, I would always picture, like, these weird, like, tinted windowed cars, like, pulling up and out gets, is, like, this man and he's, like, get in the car. And I'm always so terrified and I, like, couldn't do anything. And, uh, again, I think just being a kid, like, 
for some reason, I think we've talked about this, Kirsten, like, our parents would just instill this idea of, like, you're going to get kidnapped anywhere if you talk to anybody. Right. And I was just, like, terrified of that. Especially, like, I mean, it's for both, but, like, if you're a girl, too, it's, like, even more. Yes. Because, like, as a little girl, you, you know you can't really do much. Yeah. Um, and also guns, too, and, and gas stations. <laughs> actually, I had this one dream that I was in a gas station. And it actually started nice. I was, like, riding along in a car, and, like, some boy was there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but but we pulled over into a gas station and the guy gets out and like he goes inside the gas station and I'm sitting in the car and all of a sudden I look over and I think the guy's getting back in but it's a man standing there with a gun and it was so vivid like I was staring down the barrel of this gun and I was like I'm gonna get shot I'm dying and I think as soon as it went off I woke up and that was really scary like Ooh, I it's woke like up. split is that does it happen in split <coughs> I don't know I haven't seen that movie where the in the car like the girl Turn. It's like her dad. Oh, and she turns yes, back and it's yes, him. yes. That was that was actually a lot like what that was like. Um, so stuff like that, and then also as a kid, and even still now, like I used to have terrifying dreams of like sharks and alligators. Like I do not like anything in the water, and I was always scared of that. I always hated Jaws. Um, I I can never play video games like with anything in the water. Like even um, <laughs> not even Mario. Mario's okay with like Dory, but like, have you ever played Banjo? Where it's like. It's not even intimidating. It's like a cartoon shark and it comes after you, but I would like cry as a kid and I still cry. Like I can't go in the water. That's so interesting. <laughs> I, a lot of people are scared of that, but I'm never, I'm not, I'm like not scared of sharks at all, really. It's sharks, it's more alligators to me, but sharks are also kind of scared. She's scared of alligators, but she go to UF. True. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Call her out. Uh, but it, it's funny you mentioned like your family dying because when I was little, for some reason, I always had to like save my family in my dreams. Like specifically with alligators. I remember there's one with my oldest sister. And she was, like, falling into Lake Lillian, which is, like, a pond by our house in Bellevue. Um, and, like, she was falling in, and, like, an alligator was coming after her, and I would have to save her. And this always happened in all my dreams. So I don't know if I, like, thought she needed to be saved or that I was heroic or something. I don't know. What she internally needed to be saved. Dang. I do have a really quick one I remember my brother talking about because it was very vivid to him. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe, like, you guys, this will spark memories of, like, monster-ish dreams. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was, like, laying down. In his dream, he was, like, laying down sleeping. And he really thought this was, like, a real thing that happened to him. Like, when he explained it to me as, you know, we were, like, seven, he was yeah. like, this really happened. But um, <laughs> turned to one side, and then he kept hearing noises, like, scratching on the door, stuff like that. And um, he was too scared to, like, look back at what it was. But he saw the shadow, like, in front of him. And it was, like, this very scary monster thing. And then he just remembers, like slightly turning and it like engulfing him and then he woke up but like the way he explained it was so scary because it was like a shadow but it was at night and i feel like stuff like that where you don't actually see it is like more scary i feel that i um (coughs) i i used like my grandmother who i never met she passed away uh but she used to collect clowns like clown statues and like clown dolls and all this stuff yeah and for some reason in my room my parents thought it was smart to put this clown statue that was maybe like three feet high no that's that's i already know (laughs) but they put it they put it like beside my door and i was never afraid of it like i've never had a problem with clowns really but i remember one time and it's still weird to me because i always thought it was real as a kid like kind of like just like your brother um but like i looked over one night and it was dark so it's probably just a shadow but it looked like there was like an actual clown standing where the statue used to be and I, like, got up screaming, and I ran to my parents' room, and I was just, like, terrified, because I was like, there is a clown in my room, and uh, someone needs to go get it. And my parents looked, and it was, like, nothing, but they let me sleep in their bed that night, but stuff like that's scary when you think it's real. Well, yeah, when you're a kid, though, it's very interesting, because, like, stuff happens to you that, like, you just automatically, like, think is real as an adult, you don't, but, like, what if, like, it did happen? <laughs> stuff. 
It's Pennywise. <laughs> Yo, people really don't like clowns. Something about clowns is just, I don't know, scary, I guess. I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're supposed to be, you know, a kid-friendly thing, yeah. but everybody hates clowns. I liked them as a kid. See, and from it, like, real clowns were mad because it painted them in such a bad picture. Like, after the movie came out. But I feel like, I think Stephen King said, like, he based it off real fears that people have, though. Like, people are scared of clowns. It's true. All right, let me give you all one more of my yeah, nightmares. I want to hear this. So, it's a really, it's one of the scariest ones for me just because I have no idea what's happening. And I don't know why I'm scared during the moment, but it's just a very strange dream. So, check it out. So, I've had this dream maybe four or five times. <laughs> And it's a dream where I'm in the middle of a desert, right? And I'm playing tennis by myself with grains of sand. So I literally hit a grain of sand with my tennis racket. And then it'll just, you know, go in the distance. And then it'll come back double the size. What? And then I'll hit it again. And then it'll do the same thing. And then eventually it'll just become so big that I hit it and it just explodes all over me. And then, like, I'll wake up. I've had that dream like five times. That's kind of deep. It's so weird. <laughs> and it feels like there's something about that dream that is important since I've Ooh, had it so many times. It's like your issues are like you're ignoring your issues and they're coming back bigger and bigger. True. Dang. Until it just all over you, right? Mm-hmm. True. Dang. That's deep. Also, it's a prophecy that you're going to end up in the desert and just die. And play tennis. You're going to hallucinate that you're playing tennis. <laughs> <laughs> your final moment. I mean, it was just such a strange dream, especially the fact that I've had it so many times. Like, yeah. I just I just wake up confused every time. Do you guys have recurring dreams? Because I have a lot of those. And oh, yeah. But I can never, like, think of what they are until I have them. And I'm like, oh, I've had this dream, like, six times. Like like I said, though, the falling asleep one, that's probably mine. True. Uh, my dad always mentions that he has recurring dreams, that he's on a golf course, but something always goes wrong. Like, he doesn't have his clubs or something, or, like... <laughs> The holes don't act like they're not actually holes, and it's always funny when he has those. It's like an old like man's scary nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. My clubs, <laughs> they're gone. Actually, by the way, you can see uh, that movie. Remember, Marcus? I showed you the trailer. Um, uh, what is it called? De- Dead Day or something with the girl. Oh yeah, the girl who keeps dying. We can see it for free at um, in theater in Gainesville like next weekend. What? They're playing it for free. And how how is this possible? You just show up and it's free. Uh, okay, okay, what? What movie is this? Um, we it's like, later. <laughs> it's like some kind of scary movie, right? Where, I feel like I showed you, Kelsey, it's like, it looks pretty stupid, but it's like, she wakes up the same day, goes, happens again and again, and like, baby mask guy, like, And somebody tries to kill constantly her. kills her, like, and then she wakes up the next that's day. That's Groundhog Day, but darker. I've never seen that. What? Uh, yeah, I, I've not seen that. What? <laughs> but, it, it looks stupid, but like, in a good way. Groundhog Day is with Bill Murray, and he relives the same day over and over. Who's Bill Murray? I, I I gotta go. It's it's been fun podcast. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> no, for real. Who is this guy? Like he must be on something that I know. He's in Ghostbusters. Well, he I haven't was watched in that. Garfield. You I haven't made, watched that. You haven't seen Garfield. <laughs> uh, he was in Caddyshack. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> if you saw his face, I'm sure you know who he is. Yeah, maybe. Does I don't he look know. like Tom Cruise? No. I don't know what he looks like. I don't even know why I asked <laughs> <What>? that. <laughs> Marcus doesn't know anything. Um. But also, there's an episode of Stupid Supernatural where one of them dies every day. So movie stealing that plot. I mean, plots are re- regurgitated stealing. all the time. Stealing. Hey, free movie though. I'm down. True. Let's go. I think. It, yeah, I have to look at what. I think it's Thursday. So I'll hit you guys up. Yeah. And then we'll have nightmares about it. 
But uh, I also did want to mention, though, again, anxiety dreams, because I have a ton of those. Mm. Like school. Yeah, school related. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you didn't study for a test or something or you don't wake up and it's terrible. Yeah, I've had those a lot, especially when I, there's a test coming around the corner mm-hmm. or I'm just like. This isn't really dreams, but I like trick my I like I'm so nervous about waking up late because I, I do yes. it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't I and finally I changed the tone of my alarm so I wake up. But like waking up late for a test because it's happened to me before and like. It's not a nightmare, but, like, the whole day before or the night before, I just, like, freak out about it. Yeah, same. And I feel like sometimes I, like, make it happen almost just because I think about it so much. Yes. And even, like, if I'm giving a speech or something, like, we had to do pitches early this semester, and, like, the day before we had to do film pitches, I dreamt that I was giving my pitch, and it just, like, bombed so terribly. So I woke up in, like, the worst mood. And it affects my mood, like, all day, my dreams. Definitely. Like, if they're sad dreams, I'm, like, sad, like, for two days, and it's it's bad. Dang, girl. I know. (laughs) I just, you know, I wake up like, man, that was terrible. All right. No, Start like, the day. They affect me. I don't know why. Um, and then also just like, there's a lot of confusion in dreams. Like, Kirsten, kind of what you were saying, like the waking up thing or falling asleep thing. Um, like, people say you can't read in dreams. And I always have that problem where like, I'll realize I'm dreaming in the dream because I can't read something. And it's always really strange. That's very, yeah, that's very weird. I've never had that happen. I mean, I don't think I read in dreams. Really? Like, I don't think... I don't remember a time where there's, like, a book in front of me. I always, like, because I check my watch a lot in real life. So in my dreams, I'll, like, check my watch, and it just doesn't make sense. And, like, it's not even, like, blurry or, like, slurred or anything. Like, I'm, I just can't see it, which is really weird. And I'm, so I'm always like, oh, I'm dreaming right now. That's kind of cool, though, that you can do that. But then I can't, like, I usually can't do anything. I lucid dreamt, like, once, but usually I just wake up after. I never myself. have, but I feel like I'm too scared to try it because it seems like you're, like, manipulating your dreams, and I feel like that's a bad idea. But actually, and this is relevant because it's about a nightmare. Um, I once had a, my one lucid dream was like started as a nightmare and I was in a movie theater and it was about to be like shot up because oh I'm God. assuming the movie theater shooting that was like relatively famous a couple years ago mm-hmm. like just happened. Um, and so that was happening like in my dream and all of a sudden I was like, I, I can just like make this not happen. And I'm pretty sure I like hung out with you, Kirsten, and then our friend Anna. <laughs> and like, I was just like, let's just float around. And <laughs> let's just float around. That sounds like a good time. Yes. Well, better than uh, your d- potential dream. Yeah, better than where it was yeah. going. Yeah, it was true. All right. So was that uh, segment one? I'd say so. Uh, any advice to, to wrap that up, Miss Bona? Uh, Get know. lucid dreams if you can. <laughs> yes. If you're having a nightmare, try to make it a lucid dream. Now, there are there are like you know step by step instructions on how to do that, right? There are, and it actually involves stuff like looking at your watch and like being aware of it, or like testing yourself. Like right now, in when in your real life, just be like, "Am I dreaming?" And like test yourself, and then in your dreams, you'll start to test yourself too, and that's how you can like know if you're dreaming. Huh? That's kind of funky. I might have to try that out. Do it. But otherwise, uh, just don't put too much thought into your dreams. But I mean, but. I think, like, repeating dreams is kind of cool to look into. Yeah. Because there's a lot of theories on, like, what dreams mean and, like, hidden ide- hidden things, like, that you've been thinking about a lot but you don't pay attention to and, yeah. and you put them into your dreams. True. Obviously, like, nightmares of, like, you getting killed and stuff isn't, like, I feel like doesn't mean much except that's just, like, a scary thought you might have or, like, um, you know, that you think might happen in real life. It's just, like, a fear. But, like, stuff like... um. What didn't you say, Marcus? Where, like, the kids surrounding you, that could mean something. Or yeah, if, I feel like it could mean something. You know, me falling asleep probably just mean, like, means I need more sleep. So, Maybe. I think, like, it's cool if you they repeat a lot 
and it's something like that, maybe just like, because I, I have a dream book, actually. I haven't read it yet, but they are out there. True. Yeah, I think my grandma has one. And they are interesting to read. Like, even if you think of, like, a snake, it's always, like, yeah. someone evil in your life. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> yeah. Well, look up that with your nightmares, guys. It's real. You will always wake up. Or will you? Hopefully. <laughs> God, what if you're, like, what if you, like, die in your sleep, but your last, like, thing is a nightmare? I mean, it wouldn't matter. You would not know. But but you would go out. You'd go out, you know, kind of scared. Yeah. That would suck. That like, would I always talk about how I want to die, you know, in my sleep. But then, you know, what if you're sleeping and it's just a freaking nightmare? That would be horrible. You just, like, your last moments are you being terrorized. <laughs> That's terrible. But anyway, okay. uh, hopefully that won't happen. True. <laughs> hopefully nobody out there dies. And if it does, too. no one knows that happens, so. But you'll no, you won't. You what won't if, what if it was your life flashing before your eyes, but it was a nightmare? Well, I, I feel like that is <laughs> a nightmare. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Sad. Anyway, next segment. Yes. You want to introduce it for us since uh, you got the, you had the, I you know. The, the hypothetical, and hypothetically speaking. Exactly. I feel like I'm talking a lot this podcast, but yes, hello. <laughs> nah, you the star today, Kelsey. You the star. Nah, I just had a lot of coffee, so I apologize, listeners. Um... Hypothetically speaking, y'all know the segment where we give hypotheticals and uh, we say what we would potentially do during them. Let's go. All right. So, hypothetically speaking, all right, you uh, you go out with your friend, your pal, good pal, and uh, they take you to like a diner. I mean, not like a Denny's, but like a fancy diner, you know? Ooh. And they're like, okay, so tonight's the night that you're going to meet my significant other, my new significant other. Oh, I thought this was a date. No, 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 no. They're... Burned down. It's like a meeting situation. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you're at the diner. You get there. You're sitting down. You're a little early. You know, you're waiting for uh, the significant other to show up. And uh, you see this. Uh, <laughs> you go to the laughing. <laughs> what? You see this. Uh, maybe not elderly. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, older. Certainly that cannot be their new significant other. But it is. And they come to the table and they're like. Hello, this is, uh, I'm dating your friend. <laughs> okay. Uh, so well, what do you do? Yo, Clark, you want to take this one? Because I have an interesting oh. story I want to I talk about. <laughs> Why would I take it? Then you go. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, so check this out. It's crazy that you actually asked this question because just recently at my library, oh, no. the exact situation <laughs> what? happened. Now, my coworker is the guy who we're talking about, like the guy who's like the older guy. Mm-hmm. So he's 57. Oh, God. Right? Cool guy. One of my favorite coworkers. Um, he came up to me one day during my shift and was like, hey, like, you know, I'm talking to this girl and, and you know, we're hitting it off. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that's awesome, man. Like, you know, because he's I don't think he's ever been married. He doesn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, wow, like. You can, if you got a girlfriend now, I mean, that's awesome, you know, good for you. And um, he was like, yeah, uh, she, you know, took her to the museum and took her to this and we went surfing and stuff. I was like, okay, cool. Like, he's like, yo, guess her age. So I was like, all right, well, you know, he's 57. So I was like, all right, she's 50. He's like, nah, lower. Mm-mm. All right, 40, lower. What? 30, lower. She was 21. What? She's 21 I... years old. 21. 21. Nine plus ten. <laughs> so it's crazy that you actually asked that because that's that literally funny. like just last week he told me that, and 
I don't know what to think, you know? Like, everybody's like, yo, what's happening, you know? Like, it's almost disturbing. Like, well, and it sounds like he's like proud of it, which is so gross. Yes. I mean, I mean, of course he's proud of it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I mean, but like, old man. Uh, someone that old should not, they should know that's not okay to be proud of that. I mean, yeah. it's such a strange situation. Um, all I can say is, first off, he also met her parents. He met uh, her parents. Were they younger or older than him? That's the crazy. They were younger than him. Goodbye. Think about that. Really think about that. Your girl or your guy or whatever introduces you to their parents and you are older than them. That's crazy. Red flag. That's crazy. What did the parents think? Like what? Oh, they were shocked. <laughs> they were shocked. But I mean, I guess they in the end, they still let him hang out with her because I mean, he still did. But um, it's just such a strange situation to be in, and I I feel like the 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 only thing I could say I would do is just be shocked. Like, <laughs> that's all I can really say I would do for sure. Like I would just be stunned, cause like all these people, especially as college kids, like there's so many kids our age yeah. on campus. Why why did you find this old dude? You know, like that's what that's how I feel about this girl in this situation. Like she's 21, she goes to Santa Fe. There's all these people at Santa Fe, all these people at UF. Why did you, how did you find this guy and decide to date him? Yeah, it's like you went out of your way to find someone that old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's got to be some benefit, right? Like, it can't just be a attraction thing. Like, does he have money? Like, That's what I asked him. I, I literally asked him, I said, hey, so, like, are you trying to be her sugar daddy? And he said he was okay with that, but he doesn't have money like that. So he's really not her sugar daddy. But she's just, for some reason, I don't know, intellectually and stimulated see, by this guy. I don't know. I mean... A lot of girls, too, feel like they're cool or something for dating someone that Look, old. I mean, I can see you dating, like, you know. A couple years older. Maybe like, 30, you know. Yeah. 35. 35. Oh, 35 especially. Especially. I know, but I'm saying. Yeah, these 57. Okay. So he kind of, does he have his life together or, is, like, he works at the library? I don't know what he does. I mean, he's going to retire in a few <clears> years, <throat> if that's what you mean. I mean, he'll have enough money to retire in a few years, so. Retire. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's a lot to unpack. That's this dude was, I mean, like, in his 30s when she was born. Oh, my God. See, not even, like, age grossness. Like, you guys should not be on the same mental level. Literally, yeah, I was going to say that. Because even, um, like, dating it now at this age, like, even if you date, like, a couple years younger yeah. or a couple years older, like, there's so much room for development right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, even if I dated somebody, like, in high school, which I would not do if they were, like, legal age, um... Like, the the gap between, like, 18 like to 21 think. is huge. Yes. And I imagine even, like, 21 to maybe 30, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Experience that. But, like, I don't know. If someone that old is dating someone that young, they have to, like, know somehow they're kind of taking advantage of the person. Even if it's, like, consensual, it's, like, they're, I don't know. Or, like, the fact that you're retiring and they're just starting up their career. Like, how is that going to work in your household? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very strange... Um, atmosphere to say the least i definitely vibe with what you were saying kelsey i mean you know even like on campus like i'll see like some freshmen mm -hmm. and i'm like wow like i i, I don't even relate to you right now like yeah. i feel like we're on two different mindsets you know mm -hmm. and you know they're just like 18 like the least you know like yeah. they're like 18 i'm only 21 and you know it, the fact that i would even if someone could consider like seeing me date like a 57 year old woman like that would be crazy <laughs> like what do we connect with right now interestingly um, this guy at my workplace, 
He says that they have similar interests because he doesn't want to get married, which is why he has never been married. She doesn't want to get married, and I don't think she wants kids, and he doesn't want kids. So, like, for some reason, there's, like, some really strong connections on some things that people usually don't agree about. But you could totally find somebody your age who does not want to get married or have kids. Like, what else do you talk about? Like, there needs to be something. Like, you don't even know the same, like, pop culture references. You don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, he talks about how he takes her to museums and stuff. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, what you do when you're 57. I don't know. I haven't lived that yet. But maybe that's hot. You know, maybe that's fresh. You know, like, maybe I'm going to take, take my next girl to the museum. See, what's up? See, to me, it's just like, people are always like, oh, just respect the relationship. Like, it's not you. Like, okay, but still, I feel like, like we were saying, like, they're not on the mental level you should not be in the same place in your life. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like stuff like I just think like at, at some point age does have does matter, and like twenty one, you're not even out of college yet. Yeah, and you have your whole life ahead of you, and he's going to die. So, true. Unless she's again in it for the money. Like, if it was like George Clooney or something, like you know, I'd be there. But hey, <laughs> hey George but, uh, Clooney's pretty handsome. Yeah, he he's okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get the exact type, but still, like, you know. The no, I get you. I get but, you. But I don't know. It's just some random old guy. Like, no. Is he at least like? Is he is he attractive, Marcus? Okay, wait. We kind of have to like go back to our. We question, do. We do. Though. But but I want to know. I mean, here's the crazy part. Like, it's the exact question though. Anyway, whatever. Uh, is he? He's. I'm not gonna say he's ugly. I'll say that he's not ugly. Still, that should not happen. Anyway, yeah. The scenario. So, uh, what, what what do you do in that situation if your friend brings over somebody? Like, if it's your friend, like, yeah. This girl, we can rant on her because we don't know her. Yeah. Say so your best friend. Well, let's let's do it like this. You make the situation as uncomfortable as possible. You just be like, oh, you know, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What? Like, this she's like, oh, my God. Like, you know, she'll realize that, you know, this is a mistake. Like, hello. Why am I doing this? I'm just playing. I don't know what you would really do. I feel like if she was really happy with this dude or he was really happy with this girl. I mean, what can I say? Would you? Bring it up though. Would you like address? I would. I would probably room? address her, uh, in private, or I might ask her. You know, hey, how'd y'all meet? Which is, you know, kind of my way of saying, why in the world are y'all seeing each other right now? You like ask like, how'd you guys meet? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, where in the world did you guys Online, get in contact? On Bumble, the retirement home. <laughs> which is crazy because that's how the guy said that they met. Thieves said that they met through some kind of social media. I'm sure he didn't tell me which one it was, but. Uh, Farmers only? Probably. That's why I'm about to I'm about to make a profile right now. So ladies, catch me on Farmers Only. You were on emos only. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Kelsey made a, a profile for me to get on emosonly.com or something like that. Whatever. That was outrageous. That was ridiculous. Ladies, uh head up. I'm gonna I'm I'm have to check that site though, see if I got any hits. <laughs> you never uh, know, man. But all right, Kirsten. What would you do? What what if it was me? <laughs> I took you to a doctor. Okay, the thing is, like, I feel like my friends, if they were in this really in this position, they would like make jokes about it because they know it's weird. Yeah. And at that point, I would just be annoyed because I'm like, you know, it's weird. <laughs> like, why are you? You're literally like, you would make jokes and be like, yeah, he's old. Be like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh like, no. Oh no. Um. Yeah, I, I would think I would. I wouldn't even be like, well, if you're happy, and I feel like I'd be passive aggressive. Like, he's not hanging out with us, so that's what you think. 
Like, he would not come to Halloween Horror Nights with us. I could totally see Kirsten just being, like, very, like, I don't know, just yeah, like, I, totally against He me. wouldn't hang out with me. Because <laughs> we'd be like, nope. Like, I don't know. I just think, like, you have so many options. True. And people your age know probably your kind of stuff. I feel like good partners like, and good friends in general are, like, people that your friends could get along with even yeah. if you weren't there. You know, and I feel as though I cannot get along with like sixty. Yeah, like I feel as though you know, for example, like you know, with your boyfriend Kirsten, like I would be able to get along with him even if you weren't there. Mm -hmm. You know, now like you know, if Kelsey's supposed you know fifty seven year old dude or whatever was chilling with me, and you weren't there, I I'd be like, I mean, what do we do? Like I'm not gonna. Yeah, like what do you even talk about? Like you know, be like, hey, like were you ever you know in the military? Like how was uh, the Second World War? You know, World War One. (laughs) <laughs> like what do you say you know what do you really talk about so i don't know i just can't see you know i can't see how we would be compatible as friends and of course point. much less how you would be compatible as partners well guys i uh, hate to break it to you but no uh, stop it my elderly boyfriend is right here <laughs> bring him in <laughs> he's like under the table <laughs> no I'm like, he can't get up it's so cold. <laughs> oh my god bring him in fellas <laughs> but um I, I agree with you guys like i don't think i could like stay silent i would like mention something i'd be like why are you doing yeah something has to be said at least yeah it's like a difference between like thinking like people that old are cute and like ooh, they're cute and they're that old and they're because like the point of like people thinking george clooney is cute is like you're young and you still think that that means like wow he looks really good for like that age but like to actually get in a relationship with someone that old is like way different i think i feel it would be very uncomfortable and then think of this like would you be comfortable bring having this relationship out in public like think of all the things you do in your life like if you're nervous to bring your boyfriend somewhere like your sorority meeting or whatever like maybe rethink it i feel like some people just don't care though and that's the scary thing that's true like and like don't you shouldn't care about stuff like that but i mean mean, when it's like people are like concerned about you yeah instead of like embarrassment more like whoa i'm concerned is he uh doing something to you like right holding you hostage Maybe she's holding him hostage. Maybe he's seen on it. Oh. She's, uh, she's tricking him. Someone. Saying she's the wife that died. <laughs> oh, God. That could be a good movie plot. True. Like Orphan, but with a oh, wife. I love Orphan. You ever see that movie, Marcus? Uh, I saw The Visit. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> if, that's, if that's close enough, I don't, I don't no, know. Orphan's good, though. We should watch it. Yeah, that um, is a good movie. I'll put it on the list of, you know. The other million movies I need to watch that I have not watched. You always see scary movies though, so. Oh, Orphans a scary movie. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. all right. That's that one might like, we might actually watch. It's it like there. a good exactly. one too. All right, I'll check it out. True. Got these movie wrecks on this podcast. All right, so we gonna hit that next segment. I suppose. <clears throat> all right, segment three. Segment number three is. Loneliness. Loneliness. So. But what about loneliness are we talking about? Is it how to deal with loneliness or? Yeah, how to deal with it, but also just a discussion, I feel like, about it. Um, so what we were talking about earlier was like, especially when you're our age, um, you see a lot of groups going out, whatever. But so, I'm, for example, so like my, my roommate, she's really awesome. Like she's a really good friend of mine and she's very nice about trying to include me and stuff. Um, but she invited me tonight. She's going to have friends over from her like Hispanic engineering club. And she was like, oh, we're just going to hang out and talk and talk and like drink wine. What do you want to join us? And I was like, oh, that's very nice of you. But then it's like, I don't, um, it's hard when stuff like that comes up because like, I don't, um, 
what's the word relate to these people like at all really so i feel like i could oh, sorry <laughs> i feel like i could um picture myself like it just being very awkward and like me trying to get out of it if i was in it kind of thing yeah. so and it's like it's not really a loneliness but i don't know the word for it but like even when you're invited to stuff you're like oh i don't think i would have fun there and so you choose like to be alone instead of doing that mm-hmm. or she invited me to like the sh- the ship it's like um Hispanic Engineers Club or whatever, mm-hmm. um, to like the tailgate on Saturday, because I was like, oh, Andrea, we haven't, we should go out like one of these nights together because we haven't yet. And she's like, oh, we're doing a tailgate, but I was like, I don't think I would fit in there, and like I would feel left out. You know what I mean? So like when yeah. you're at events or something, but you still kind of feel like you shouldn't be there. Yeah, it's like a feeling of we talked about earlier of like disconnect. You know, you're just not quite connected with where you're at. Yeah, where you're at. So you have that feeling of loneliness. I guess it's like ostrac, you know, being ostracized. Um, and I feel like um, in college, you see all these, like, friend groups. Like, friend groups are a huge thing in college. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't have, like, a steady friend group that, like, is in person around you, I think it's, like, kind of a lot harder to just go out and do stuff. Because, like, if, you know, your one friend you usually go to for that can't do it, like, you kind of like, oh, I don't know who to ask. I'm only acquaintances with other people kind of yeah. thing. Um, or, like, say you want to go out somewhere, but, like, you don't have a group. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it can be hard to go out with, like, just one other person. So I think, like... Try to find, like, secureness and, like, the friends that you do have in college and, like, reassure yourself, like, it's okay not to have a group or to, like, be alone, um, hanging out by yourself, stuff like that. Especially, like, on weekends. You know, college, like, it's so looked down upon. People make jokes, like, oh, I'm just watching Netflix alone, but, like, you see Snapchat. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very much a go-out kind of place. Yeah. This actually hits home for me a lot because this is, like, my entire personality. Because anytime, like, even with you, Kirsten, like, you have you know, like, some side friends, and, like, you've invited me to stuff, and, like, often I'll be, like, I, like, you mentioned, like, my first question always, like, who's going? Right. Because, and, like, that is usually looked down upon, really, because people are, like, oh, you should just, like, go out, get out of your shell, like, meet other people, and I get that, but I always know that, like, I'm gonna end up being super uncomfortable, because Mm -hmm. usually, like, I don't like small talk, I don't like, you know, getting to know somebody, unless we're kind of, like, forced together. Right. Or, like, situations where everyone knows that one person, but they don't know each other. Yes. And it's always just very awkward, and it's like, I'd rather not do it. And that can, like, definitely be, you know, again, negative because, you know, you're not putting yourself out there. But at the same time, I don't know, like, if you know you're going to be uncomfortable, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And But it it does lead to, like, that loneliness where it's like... Like, should I have said yes? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's like... And you... Like, I always like being invited places, but even if I say no, but I still, like, see people, like, going out and having fun, I'm just like, no, (laughs) which is, like, really selfish and, like, stupid, but I don't know, like, people, I don't know, it's, like, FOMO if you're missing out, but also you're- You're the one doing it. Yeah, you're the one, like, making yourself miss out. Self-sabotage. What about you, Marcus? Because I feel like we talked about this when Marcus kind of gets along with everyone. Does this happen to you, or do you just kind of, like, say yes or no in your own accord? Um, there are definitely times where I feel like I've been disconnected now. Like, you know, when I, when I go out with people and I meet new people or whatever, like it's easy to make, or not, maybe not friends, but at least acquaintances, you know, it's easy to make conversation for me. But, um, at the same time, if I just don't, if I'm, if I'm not in the mood, you know, if I just say, Hey, I don't really want to go do that, then I definitely can feel alone, you know? And, um, it's just, it's, for me, it's strange because I like meeting new people. And um, I just think it's almost like a challenge for me to like, you know, make somebody laugh or something like make somebody make somebody's day when you meet somebody new or something like that. But um, 
but yeah, like if you if I'm not in the mindset, I just I just can't really do it. And so when I feel alone, like I feel really alone, mm-hmm. and like I don't know why, because like I said, I mean I have a lot of friends, and I could just hit y'all up whenever. But sometimes when you're alone, you just want to be alone, even though you don't want to be alone. If that makes sense, yeah, yes. yeah. Like you like to feel yourself wallow in your loneliness, yes. even though you don't like that's so being awful. alone. That's me every night. I'm just like I'm sad, but I enjoy. That, this. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like it's so strange. Like. You know, somebody like invites you out, and even if you're like, "Wow, you know, this would probably be fun," you're like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna stay." Here. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, why? Yeah. You know, you really think about like, why am I doing this? Even though like I'm not enjoying it, at the same time, I'm also enjoying it, which is weird. It's yeah. a very strange loneliness. Is a strange emotion. It really is. I think, um, too, what the thing is like. I feel like for me and Kelsey, like we know who we're really comfortable around because yeah. maybe our humor is a little weird or whatever. Um, so like if we're in the mood to like just have a good time and be ourselves and like not have to like hold back or whatever like if you if someone else brings a new person in it's kind of a downer because you're like we don't get to hang out much and i want this experience to just be like how it usually is so like a new bringing in it's kind of the opposite but like bringing in people into like a group thing where it's like man i just wanted us and you're bringing in like three more people i don't this is kind of slightly annoying to me just because i wanted it to be like our friendship how it is but that also feels like exclusive yeah and you don't want to like be that person to say no to someone yeah, that's always my conflict because, I don't know, like, there's been situations where someone's like, hey, is it okay if I invite this person? And I'm just like, no, it's kind of not okay because, uh, you know, I don't know, like, I, again, like, I hate small talk. Like, I just want to be myself and I want to be comfortable and I feel like I can only do that with, like, a select few people. Yeah. Which, like, is probably really bad, but I don't know, like. The whole dynamic changes, though, if someone else comes. Yes, it does. And then you have to, like, include them by being nice. This sounds yeah. so, like, we're, like, it, annoying, yeah. but, like. Like, you have to go the extra mile to include them instead of just, like, letting it flow. Right. And it's frustrating. And I also hate being that person who's also, like, the new person. Yeah. Like, I know. You just feel it. Yeah. Like, even if, um, I'm going to name drop Anthony, who was on our uh, pilot. Get him. Get him. Get (laughs) him. But, like, he'll just, like, I mean, he'll invite me places, and that's nice. But then he'll just be like, oh, hey, uh, so-and-so, we're meeting up with them, and they don't know you're coming. And you. Oh, I hate that you don't know you're coming thing. I know. And I'm just like, no, like, tell them because they might not want me there. Like, please like i don't know anthony's terrible about that i'm just like let people know who's going where that's my thing too like you can especially if i'm in the mood go ahead and like i like marcus said like i've gotten to the point where i do really like meeting new people but i do have to be in a mood to do it like i have to be like in a really good place where i'm like i'm comfortable with myself and like this will be fun to talk to this new person like it's really fun to meet new people but if you're in the mood to where like you think especially if it's just you two and then they say oh we're meeting up you're like uh this is supposed to be just like that's the thing too i think a lot of times in college like you want it to be just you and your your friend and like so you can have that one-on-one conversation but then they like automatically want it to be a group yeah and you're like oh but you know Mm -hmm. because like in college you don't have a lot of time to hang out with people especially as it goes on so if you have that one time where you just want it to be you and your friend and there's like more people added to it it's like hard to like deal with it yeah because you're like wow this is still fun but like i wanted a different conversation kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then i guess just like loneliness in general I don't know. It, it can be depressing. Like I, I was joking earlier, how like I live alone, like in an RV, like away from campus, and it does get like really lonely sometimes. And I don't know. Like it's just weird. It's a weird feeling. Like Marcus said, dude. I was, you know, I used to wonder about that. I mean, I really did. Like I used to wonder, like, wow. Like I mean, I think that your setup is dope. Like I love your RV, and yeah. you know, I love the way you're making it happen. But <laughs> at the same time, I used to think to myself, like, you know, you're so far away. Like, isn't that kind of like lonely for you? It is. And, like, I, I really love, like, living alone. Like, we were talking about something that we're going to mention next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I like my privacy, and I love 
being alone but sometimes I just like want to be around people and I can't because I'm like so secluded and like nobody's around which is also why I like going home because like I'm really close to my dad and like if I ever just want to like talk or like joke around I can just like walk out into the kitchen and like he's there and I don't get that where I live and you guys obviously have your roommates you can do that with but I can't. And that's that was, so, oh, oh go sorry. Ahead. Okay. <laughs> that was one reason why I used to love living on campus. I don't live on campus anymore, but when I did, that was really cool to me because a lot of my friends also lived on campus. So, you know, we were all kind of close. We could just, I could just, you know, skate over to their place or something. Or like even just in the dorm itself, like something was happening. Yeah. So I could just walk upstairs or walk across the hall and somebody's doing something and I could talk to somebody if I was alone. So, I mean, that was cool. And, like, there were always events going on on campus, so if you wanted to go talk or meet new people, you could do that. I mean, like, that was one thing I liked about being on campus. Like, that's how I met almost all my friends, just because, you know, it's just that flux of people just everywhere. So you just meet so many people at once, you know. And so that's one reason why I do miss that. But besides that, I mean, you know, being lonely in general, like, even with my roommates, sometimes I'm lonely, Mm -hmm. you know. Because a lot of the time they're not there or they're in their rooms and they're doing their thing and... That's why I used to like living in a dorm back in the day too, because my roommates were all we were all in a room. So yeah. if we were in the if we were in the dorm, we were all interacting because mm-hmm. we were always together. Mm-hmm. While when you're in an apartment, you can kind of disappear in your own room, and even though that's great, like you know, yeah. that's that's a great feature. Like it just also just shows not shows it just you know offers more time for you to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like I was thinking about it. Actually, like, the other day, like, living on campus, like, there was a lot of downfalls for me. But also, like, it was really fun to just, like, walk to Marcus's room and we would, like, I don't know, go eat randomly or, like, go, I don't know. I would walk across campus as, like, someone's dorm and just chill there, like, yeah, after yeah, class. Yeah. Like, it was so much easier to hang out with people and, like, you didn't have to set really times and stuff. You would just do it. Um, and, like, when you live, all everyone lives in an apartment, like, it, you have to drive there and you have to plan it out and they're usually busy. Yeah. So, I think living on campus, like, it there is a lot of downsides for me, but, like, um there was a lot of upsides and like campus is like a very like comforting place to be a lot of the times just because like there's so many other people and like Marcus there's a lot of stuff going on if you ever wanted to do something and just go do it um that was nice um but yeah with the roommate thing like it's funny you say like you you sometimes wish like you open the door and someone's there like I'm like back and forth with that like if my my roommate's not there a lot so I'm like oh this is kind of lonely like it's kind of weird being in an apartment by yourself but um, also, like, she, like, shows up and I'm just not, I'm just, like, laying in my bed. I feel, like, guilty that I'm not doing something productive. And she's, you know what I mean? Like, she comes home and it's yeah. like, oh, hey, I'm just chilling <laughs> sitting in my bed. Um, or, like, oh, I don't feel like talking to someone right now at this right minute yeah. kind of thing. So, it's, like, for me, it's, like, back and forth where it's, like, it's nice someone's there. But also, a lot of times, it's, like, I just wish I was alone there. Which is just, like, me being annoying. But, yeah. See, it's interesting you guys say, like, living on campus was so warm and welcoming because I, I totally get that. But, like, for me, freshman year was the only time I lived on campus. And that was, like, the loneliest year of my life. And, like, it was, like, a very dark time for me, which was, like, sounds really overdramatic. But, like, I hated freshman year. Dang. And it's, like, like I didn't know you, Marcus, really back then. Like, I met you at, like, the end of the year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I didn't have, like, anybody. Like, Kirsten was my roommate, but our other roommate was Andrea and, like, we got along, but, like, we didn't really talk. Like, we didn't bond. Mm-hmm. I never went out. Like, I would just, like, stay in the room. And it was weird, like, having so many people around you but still feeling so alone. Right. Because, like, even on campus, like, nobody really, like, talks to you. Like, nobody addresses you. Like, there's huge crowds. And, like, obviously you could, like, put yourself forward, but I think I was just, like, looking at the negatives of everything at that time. But I remember one time, like, it was so bad. I was waiting for 
uh, SNAP, which was like a van service on campus, like to come take me back to the dorm. And it was like a really cold night. And I remember a bus pulled over and the bus driver was like alone in the bus. And he was like, hey, do you need a ride? And like, I just remember that interaction because he was like the one person who like talked to me like in a couple of weeks, it felt like. Oh my and I, I literally cried Dang, on the bus bro. because that guy like offered me a ride to the dorm and it was really like depressing. Um, but it's so terrible. Is, I know. I know. I feel like I, like I wasn't aware. No, like, <laughs> Kirsten's out here feeling guilty. <laughs> no, Kirsten was off having fun. But I don't, I don't know. It was a really rough time. So it's interesting how you can be surrounded by people and still that's a good point. Like that. So I don't know. Sometimes the loneliest times for me, and I don't want to drag this out, but sometimes the loneliest times for me are when I feel like I'm surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just a weird. It's a phenomena to me. It's a strange phenomena. I feel like with that, it's like if you're in a room alone, you're like, okay, I'm like literally alone. So like, yeah. it's okay if I feel alone. But like when you're with people, you automatically, if you have that image of like being with people in your head, you're like, wow, that would make me feel so much better. And then you like push to do that. You still feel alone. You're, it's weird to you. Cause you're like, oh, I changed my surroundings. Like, shouldn't I feel different about it? But, um, sometimes it's almost worse because like you almost feel obligated to talk to other people because you're around people. But if you're just not in that mood and you just feel alone, it's like, why do I feel like this surrounded by people? Yeah. And that was me. Damn. And But again, I feel like that also goes back to um, the whole like group situation where like you want to be yourself. Like I always want to just be myself and I don't want to like make that small talk. Yeah. And also I think being in that dorm, like with Andrea, like nothing against Andrea, but like it was very much small talk and I just couldn't be myself like 24-7. Right. And it was bad. So. That's why, yeah, being on... Like, I do miss that part, but, like, the own room thing is very much needed for me. Yeah. Like, even, like, when I've, I'm at my home with my parents, it's not that I'm not myself out, you know. Like, I can totally be myself with them, but, like, mm-hmm. just sitting in my room alone is, like, a very, very comforting thing for yeah, me. Definitely. And can be sad if you're lonely, but, like, I still, if I'm lonely, I w- it would want to be, like, in my room. Yeah. Like, that's the place I would want to be lonely. Right. But, yeah, so loneliness, Um, I feel like we didn't really talk about advice stuff, but... Yeah. um. We're just saying that everyone feels it, like, even if you're around other people, like, it can be felt anywhere. Um, and, like, the good thing is, though, like, you can obviously get past it. Like, Kelsey has gone past and it grown a lot. Um, stop it. <laughs> She's shaking her head. <laughs> no. It appears that way. Oh, spasming. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can grow past it and you can learn how to deal with it. And, like, different people make different, sorry, different... <laughs> People feel different, like, it make, loneliness makes them feel differently in different situations. So figure out, like, what makes you lonely and what makes you not lonely. And also, I feel like you should you should try and generally be more open to, like, meeting new people. Because at the end of the day, it's always nice to have, like, a new friend. Unless Amen. you hate everyone. Aye, aye, aye. Don't do that. But yeah, uh, like Kirsten said, just, uh, I don't know, sometimes you gotta wallow in the loneliness. Sometimes it's okay. We all feel it. It's a natural human thing. Humans are meant to be social creatures, and sometimes we're just not up to being social. Exactly. But, you know, nice things will happen eventually. Eventually. I can dig it. <laughs> All right, so we go in real quick with the uh, little question of the day. Whoop, whoop. What's up with it? What's the question, son? All right, hopefully this isn't confusing, but I'm going to read it. All right. So, um, Anonymous says, I just started working one job, but I've been... Wanting to quit it since I started because I'm not really feeling it. However, I did apply to a new job while I was here on a whim. Didn't really know if I'd get it or not, but I actually did go through the interview process and I got this other job. Um, This new job that I got has way better hours and pay, but I feel really bad because I just started this other job and the coworkers are really nice and stuff. 
the hours suck, the pay kind of sucks, but I feel bad because I just started. And so now I basically have two jobs and I like the new one better. There's no way I can keep both. What do I do? Quit. <laughs> well, it's been a great episode. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. This is sound advice. No. no, seriously, the answer that I was going to say is almost exactly what Kelsey said. I would just literally just stop showing up to the, the first stop time. Stop showing up. You cannot. Oh. Nah. Just literally just stop showing right. up. Listen, life is Don't like, Don't life bridges. is short and stuff, but you also, yeah, you re- you really want to try and be respectful with just jobs. Just be like, listen, guys, um, I really can no longer work here. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to, like, excuses or lying because I think that's always a good way to get out. Um, just my back is broken. <laughs> Broke my back. It's final. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, like if if you like this new job better, and the you said the pay is better, the hours are better. Like, don't be afraid to just quit the other job if it's putting like wear on you. You know. Yeah, I just think do it in a nice way. Yeah. Because and you don't want this to be a habit ever. You do not want to like have a repertoire of like I started a job for two months and I quit over and over and over. Yeah. And consider it this way, right? If you can't have both jobs, right, you're going to have to quit one of them eventually. And you're not going to quit the first one because it's got better pay, better hours. And, like, if you feel bad for quitting this, the first one that you had or whatever, mm-hmm. then, like, you're going to feel even worse quitting the new one that you had because you had it even for less time. So just get rid of the old job, man. Right. But I guess do it with tact and grace. Yeah. Again, like, don't listen to what Marcus said earlier. <laughs> like, if somebody – like, you never know who you're going to work with in the future. And, you know, there's obviously a good chance that you'll never see these people again, but there's also a chance that you might, and maybe there'll be, like, a connection for you down the road. Especially so. if they're in the same field. Like, if it's, like, a re- irrelevant field to you, like a little, I don't know, uh, cooking job or whatever, then okay. But, like, if it's in your field that you're, you know, trying to do a career in, mm-hmm. definitely be more careful with it. And, I mean, you never know if this new job, even if it does have better paying hours, maybe you'll hate this job, and you might want to go back to the old job. So, you know, keep that connection if you can. Yeah. Try and leave it as open as possible. But I feel like everyone has a freebie in their life to, like, quit a job without the two weeks and stuff like that. Yeah, bro, just yeah. ditch it. Just ditch it. Don't just ditch it. Ditch it, Grace Boy. If you ditch it, make sure it's your only one you're going to ditch. True. Don't do it again. And don't stress about it, because quitting, it's whatever. Like, even if you do burn the bridge or whatever, like, if it's not something you want to put on your resume, yeah. no one's ever going to know. It's definitely hard in the moment, but, like, you'll feel better. You'll have a new, better job. Um... And you just got to move on with your life. You're more important than the company. Very deep. On that note, <laughs> I think we good. We outie. Well, it's been real sound advice. It's been fun. It's been real fun. New episode um, in two weeks. So sorry about that. But Wait, why? No, I meant like it's been two weeks since uh, we posted. That was my fault. <laughs> sorry, listen. God damn. She was recording a television show. It was. Watch her on um, Bar Rescue. I won't be on bar rescue, but I was behind the scenes. Watch her camera work. True. Shout out to Kelsey. <laughs> Thanks. And sorry, <laughs> listeners, for missing the week. How dare she? But yeah. Um. So yeah, sorry about that, but we back in action. Yeah, we are. This might be our last semester, so uh, hold on to these episodes with your life. True. Anyways. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>